Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. And this is 90 Under 90. 90 movies, wait for it, under 90 minutes. I got to say the second part. the same voice it's uh it it's didn't new. change after yeah, that, that was probably new to you guys to the loyal fan that we That's have on the show uh i'm still doing that self-deprecating humor we're gonna keep it going next season too it's all good it's all good that's what we do here it's what we do here and 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 as we uh talked about uh previously on this show even celebrities uh uh feel the same way about us but should we talk about should no we... we won't get into that come again. on don't no, don't ju- bury the lead here. we just talked about it on the on okay. the last last time but anyway hey, we love you hey. Devin Sawa. <laughs> that's true yeah um hey merry christmas merry to those christmas. of you who celebrate and happy holidays happy holidays would be the PC way, but we're not necessarily the PC. We're we're Americans, oh, so we celebrate yourself, the bro. the secular Christmas. We're we're not particularly Christian, yeah. uh, though though we were uh, raised minimally in the in the Christian faith. But if it's colorful, if it's if it's if it promotes joy, if it's around this time of year, I'm all for then it. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. If it I'm, makes you feel I'm, toasty warm when it's yeah. blizzardy cold out there, yep. Uh, and and uh, that's uh, that's that's why this is a, a treat for you guys. Um, uh, another bonus Christmas episode. We did Ooh. this. We did this last year uh, when we were smack dab in the middle of our first wave of ninety, uh, and we've completed our first wave of ninety. We've uh, we, we we you know we had a couple of uh, uh, we did it, guys. We had a couple of repeat Woo. episodes, but this is it. this is a bonus episode. Technically, this would be episode ninety-two because the Christmas right. bonus I don't count towards the ninety. Because uh, it was a bonus episode. S- you have your own specific uh, That's Jeremy Eden so, way of, of uh, itemizing things. So if you want to be like technical, you could say that the fanatic was actually the 90th episode, and yeah. then stop making sense was technically the 91st, and this would be our 92nd. But I don't count the even Christmas. though the fanatic was 89, and uh, stop making sense. Well, because sense I, because the Christmas should be a bonus. It doesn't count towards the 90. It's an extra episode. On it's top a stocking of stuffer. It's something to put under your tree. However you want to put it. That's exactly right. And uh, it's for you. And uh, and this was a, a treat for us because this was uh, something that we never thought that we would uh, actually get to get to hear again. Yes. What we're about to hear. Yeah. Um, much like sto- it's a Christmas miracle. It is. It's a it's a it's a Merry Christmas. Mr. Potter, tear down that wall. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. You think you could play God, Brandon? <laughs> Santa? Santa? You, th- you, you, you think you're God, Santa? Um, what were you saying? Um, I was, uh, I don't even remember what no, I was No, it's like an extra gift, and, and, and this is... Oh, uh, yeah, no, we didn't We didn't know that we were going to find this episode Christmas again. It's a Christmas miracle. Because much like Stop Making Sense, this is a recovered episode. This, is, um, this was actually, mm. little piece of trivia, supposed to be... The very first release uh, for ninety under ninety. That's what happened. We we the we recorded. Uh, this was not the first episode we recorded. We actually recorded this is Spinal Tap first, and then right after that we sat with Katie, and then we recorded uh, the this the the following episode. And uh, what has what happened in the end? was something that happened uh, to us a couple times on this show, but luckily those were uh, recovered and we have since repaired the issue. 
but we lost the file. I I, I just mm-hmm. I plugged it into the computer. Mm-hmm. It was not there. And then sometimes I sometimes files get corrupted. We you know what we work with. It's uh, sometimes in traveling. That's why you got data people who have specific jobs as data wranglers. On, uh, yeah sets and studios but uh with the magic of technology and a little investment I- ironically for the price of 90 dollars for the software <laughs> you, you recovered the this episode and, and some other goodies yes yes i did i recovered uh uh things that, and and not just for this project too for for a, a separate project that i uh had lost files for uh i recovered stuff for that so it was worth the it's an asmr sex thing that jer has going on it's a side podcast i, I didn't want to uh get into a lot the of squishy noises liquid going yeah, on it's slapping it's, it's strange Sounds like ham getting thrown against a wall if it was covered in mayonnaise. And then, and you gotta wonder. It's weird why that I would know what that would sound like, but that's exactly what it would sound like. Yeah, it's like ham the, being uh, thrown against yeah. a wall, like the Breakfast Club with that pastrami. Yeah, but that wasn't <laughs> slathered in mayonnaise. No, it you're wasn't. adding some extra. It had some pimentos. You're extra. You're adding extra goop to it. This had that. That had solid to it. <laughs> We're on track still. Yeah, that's fine. Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> So yeah, we recovered this uh, this episode. We were going to re-record it, uh, and I saved it for the very end of it because it was the first. Fuck it, yeah, fuck it. Um, we were like, why bother doing the the work twice? We've already done it once. Hey, listen, I, I said to Jer, I sent him. I said, listen, man, I said everything I need to fucking say about this fucking movie, man. Don't, <laughs> I'm not. And then I dropped the mic. Yep, he did, and I didn't know what was happening because we were texting. Um, <laughs> And my <laughs> phone still has a crack in the screen. Fucking stupid move. Uh, dumb, dumb move. But hey, maybe Santa will bring you a new phone for Christmas. No! <laughs> no, you no. were naughty. You threw it on the ground. No, 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 no. No, that's ridiculous. Um, So this is the recovered uh, file for Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, recorded two years ago in in the in in winter of 2017. Yeah, we premiered in early, uh, January of 2018. But this was going to be our first. We were going to have a a Christmas soft release, and then uh, we were going to launch the full show in January. But uh, instead, we lost this episode, and we ended up just premiering with this as Spinal Tap. But here it is for you, the recovered file, and that's why this was early. You know, like I said, this was the first thing that we recorded. Or the first day of recording, so that's why uh, it has the old audio. This is before we got the microphone, so it's got the uh, right, right. We're just right. using the live Zoom audio, just like the. Please uh, forgive us. Just like stop making sense. So, uh, uh, here it is for you, folks. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. And we happy will be holidays. happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. We are in the middle of it, and whatever else you may choose to celebrate, it's all good as long as it's like we said, toast, life day, toasty warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, life day. Um, so yeah, we will be back in 2020 with a brand new wave. That's right. We're calling them waves. I think waves. seasons, waves. I can't come up with a film related. Either way, it's going to be two years worth I mean, of new could, episodes. We could call it Phase One, and we're going into Phase Two if we want to put like some oh, movie like terminology. Oh, like an MCU spin on it. Ooh, do if we do we want to just call it right now that this is going to be phase... phase Two was was a solid phase, a really good phase. Well, Phase One, it's a really been... good phase. <laughs> I've seen a lot <laughs> of good. One phases. of the best phases. So I'm. I'm all for this phase thing. Yeah, yeah, phase one was one through ninety. Phase two will be ninety-one through one hundred and eighty. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh about the daunting 
uh, <laughs> the a task, mountain the next that's in front of us. years that we have ahead of us. Kilimanjaro. Um, and, uh, and, and we also have some, some additional content planned if we can make that happen, but uh, we won't I talk. don't know about this, so. Yeah, we, we discussed it. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about it. I guess we it. talked about it. Anyway, enough of our rambling. Yes, yes, Like yes. we said, um, happy holidays, happy new year to you. We will see you again in the new year. But here it is, the original uh, Nightmare Before Christmas recorded in December of 2017. Here we go. All right, today on our show, clocking in at 76 minutes, we're talking about 1993's The Nightmare Before Christmas, which would later become known as Tim Burton's Nightmare, The Nightmare Before Christmas, directed by not Tim Burton, Henry Selleck. Yes, right. we should get that out of the way because Tim Burton takes a lot of credit for this movie, and a lot of people don't even know who Henry Selleck is. And uh, he didn't really do a lot to make himself known that much. Mm. After this, uh, he directed James and the Giant Peach. Mm. He directed, Mm -hmm. uh, he would later direct Coraline. Okay. Um, And, uh, of course, he directed the uh, ever-important film Monkey Bone. Oh, Oh, (laughs) Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Is that under 90 minutes? I have no idea, and I don't even know that I would want to sit through it if it was an hour long. I I just remember not sitting through it when we watched it the one time that we watched it. (laughs) So, yeah, he didn't really do much uh, beyond this. But, yeah, Tim Burton uh, is given a lot of credit for this. And, uh, I mean, it depends on what you depend, uh, what you think of as being the one who's really creatively behind it because he designed all the characters. Mm-hmm. He wrote the original poem that it was based on. Mm. He produced it, you know, so it's like... He's kind of like the Roger Avery of the Burton-verse, if you know who that is. Roger Avery worked with uh, Quentin Tarantino on his first two major motion pictures, Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. He came up with the Butch story in Pulp Fiction. And yeah. he doesn't get, in my opinion, as much, nearly as much credit as uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, not These enough, things happen, Not guys. enough props are given to, uh, you know, the people behind it. But, you know, it's like, you know, so, I mean, I think Tim Burton probably deserves a lot of the credit that he gets. Mm-hmm. But it's also just, like, you can't watch this movie and be like, huh, like, it, it kind of reminds me of Tim Burton. Like, you just, it has his... His stamp. He's all just over thrown it. all over it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, Touchstone logo. Yes, another logo that I, I missed. See seeing. That. I was just talking about the lion in our last yeah. episode. I definitely missed the Touchstone logo. I remember associating those with Ernest for some reason. Yeah, because all of the all the Ernest movies. Well, Touchstone was like an offshoot label that I don't know if it was like purchased later or if it always was, but it was like mm-hmm. the more adult Disney movies. It was Disney oh, owned, so okay. like yeah, uh, you'd see it on an you know, Ernest, an Ernest, yeah. yeah. So we get an open narration, which sounds like a narrator who, like. First of all, it sounds a little bit like Jeffrey Jones, but second of all, it just sounds <laughs> yeah, it like there, it, it lacks the enthusiasm. It sounds like it was just a temp track that they left in there. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they were supposed to get like Michael Michael Goff, <laughs> Alfred. Yeah, I'm like a, a more character actor. But <laughs> or Christopher bit, Lee. Yeah, it's a pretty plain, yeah. like, well, I'll tell you like about it. Yeah. Any rhymes like a classic yeah. Christmas poem would. And then they go into the opening number, which is, I think is one of the best numbers of yeah, the movie. Yeah, we get the This is Halloween sequence, which is uh, loaded with a lot of just uh, uh, visual... A lot of character introductions. Yes. <laughs> and yes. that's it. He's a lot like... of it. But I will say, like, that's a pretty... That is the most epic introduction to Jack 
Like, sure. you know, like mm-hmm. when the town people all converge in the center there and like they yeah. throw that, they, they burn that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he jumps into the little pond there. And then he emerges. And then he just slowly emerges. Now they say they, they do this once a year. Is that what mm-hmm. this opening number is? Because mm-hmm. when I, I don't know, for some reason I picture them doing it every day in Halloween Town. Well, that probably, opening number. They're probably oh. practicing it that's, a lot. That's very yeah. rude. That's uh, it's overkill, guys. It's too much. <laughs> Every day you have to practice This Is Halloween. I know it's only like three minutes long, if that, but that's a lot of coordination with the with the setting him on fire. Yeah. Ruining a lot of pumpkins. Well, it I just mean, seems like a lot of work. They have all year to do it. What else are they going to do? I, I don't know. Yeah, what else do they do? <laughs> what else does anyone do Halloween. in the town of Halloween? Like Besides set up. I noticed it about yeah. Christmas Town, too. It's like these are really small towns consisting of very few people mm-hmm. like like pretty much you see everybody in the town mm-hmm. in this movie this time around watching the movie i figured out that this movie is no more than just a movie about planning parties it's like every <laughs> it's like every office i've ever worked at like they focus so much time on oh this christmas party we got to think we got to order food we got to get the decorations right we got to get coordinated mm-hmm. and it's like that's all this movie is is just uh, jack wants to plan a different party compared yeah. to the mayor of I halloween mean, party. i guess this is what i don't understand about it because like in christmas town santa still goes around and delivers all the presents to mm-hmm. everybody but mm-hmm. i guess he only does it in Christmas Town. Yeah. So it's like in this world of theirs, there's literally only three trick or treaters. Those three little kids oh, at the end. Uh, yeah, they don't really emphasize the trick or treating aspect of Halloween. No, in this it's movie just at all. It's just our job is to do all this haunty, scary. spooky, scary stuff. Yeah. But for nobody but themselves. For, they're not profiting from it. Yeah. It doesn't no. seem like it's they're all not passion, getting, baby. It, it's oh, all yeah. passion. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we're introduced a little bit to like the mayor, who which I found interesting too. Like Jack's the pumpkin king, and yet yeah. there's in this elected mayor, yeah. which made me think about the Christmas Town. Do they have a, a mayor of Christmas Town, and then Santa? Is that the dynamic oh. in every one of these towns? You know, like there's a main mascot, and then there's a guy who's like the bureaucrat who runs the the business side of things. You know? Yeah, I wonder if like if, if it's an elf or if it's like. But if that is the dynamic, then that means the producer, the filmmakers of this movie are trying to instate Jack Skellington as the Halloween mascot if Santa is the Christmas yeah. mascot, which is a ballsy move, I think, for any uh, any writer. Yeah. Like, and, I'm uh, going to make this guy the face of Halloween. And he's the face of teenage angst. <laughs> well, yes. We'll get to there. We'll get there. But, okay, in the this is Halloween number... The shadow in the moon at night, is that foreshadowing? Is that the Oogie Boogie Man's shadow yeah, in the yeah. moon? Okay, I thought that was kind of neat. Good touch. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, so Chris Sarandon is the voice of uh, Jack when he's speaking. Okay. And Danny Elfman does the singing vocals. Mm-hmm. And I was watching this and like... If you tally up the total number of lines, speaking lines that he has, mm-hmm. you like at what? Why don't you just give it all to Danny to Elfman? Danny I don't yeah. understand why you have this other actor playing him. Yeah, I mean, granted, they sound very similar. They but, like, do. There's they do. no point in doing it that way. That's interesting. I actually, it's not jarring to me at all when yeah. I watch it that the the voices uh, don't yeah. seem different to me. I just, at the, I was, I just found it interesting. Like, what was Danny Elfman doing? He must have been really <laughs> yucking it up there in that booth. Like, you know I, what? I guess. I don't Just know. give him the singing parts. Yeah. 
But uh, then we introduce the creepy scientist who they don't really give us a name, but I later it's Doctor Finkelstein, mm-hmm. something like that. He's the creepy. He looks like yeah. a duck, yeah, like he a little does. bit. He's he very bird-like. <laughs> weird, and, uh, weird duck. He person. yanks Sally by the arm, mm-hmm. and uh, upon this viewing, we never noticed. We're like, we're like, she's got leaves in yeah, her, she's right? Filled with leaves. She's filled not straight like, up with just leaves. Not body so parts. she's so it's like. You rake up the leaves on Halloween or in yeah, the fall and, and stuff she, it you in stuff her body. Into yeah. Sally. That's uh-huh. what they should be doing. Mm. That's a good marketing <laughs> technique. If somebody sold Sally oh, bags yeah, yeah, and yeah. you oh, stuff leaves yeah. into them. And then yeah. it's just like you, they have to put a little screenshot on the package that says like, remember this so- shot in the movie? Like, pay attention. <laughs> She's got leaves Warning, in Warning, we'll get rebellious though because she wants out of this uh, relationship. I don't blame her because she oh, seems yeah. like she's only been made for sex in this movie if we're going to get right yeah, to it. Yeah, I don't know what that thing is. Like, she's this abused like Locked slave away. that's yeah. like this creature of... like. It's very of, creepy. And she's just like... Basically, she's... Restless. That's her biggest complaint. Yeah. She's just like, oh, but I want to get out of here because yeah. I have exciting things I want to do. Not the fact that you torture me and force me to stay here. They're almost fully formed characters in this movie between Jack Skellington and her, the two mains of this movie. They're almost fully formed. I feel like it was in that scene where I started to appreciate the quality of the animation when I was watching it this time around. Yeah, because it's like... absolutely. It's it's also like it's not perfected the way it was, um, in like uh, Corpse Bride mm-hmm. or future movies like it's, or like Coraline. It's, it, there's it's the, rough and it's, it's rough around yeah. the edges, and there's there's elements where you can see mm-hmm. uh, like little markings that like kind of disappear a little bit. Yeah, I like it. it's part of the charm. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I appreciated that. So I'm confused about Zero, the dog. He has a bright red nose, which will come into play later. Well, yeah, his nose is literally a jack-o'-lantern. Okay. Yeah, it's this oh. tiny glowing jack-o'-lantern. But I'm why a, his nose is a jack-o'-lantern <laughs> makes no sense. I guess we didn't, I didn't watch close enough because I, th- I just thought it was a red shiny nose. And I'm oh, like, yeah. is this the ghost of Rudolph? No, because he's a dog, so I'm extra confused. <laughs> I, 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 un- I only noticed that when I looked up trivia. At the okay. end. Like, I didn't notice that it was a jack-o'-lantern myself. Wow. Like, so. no, then it's just either. a coincidence that he has a bright nose that will uh, yeah. lead the way later in the yeah, movie. Yeah, and that, that pays itself off, Yeah, at least. So then after his big opening number, he gets emo. Jack gets emo. He yeah. laments yeah. in a graveyard. And mm-hmm. we get that curly iconic hill. mountain shot <laughs> where he's walking down. It's very Susian. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. There's not a single 90-degree angle in this entire town. And don't forget, guys, to a guy in Kentucky, he's Mr. Unlucky, according to his number in this scene. That's, that's what he that's says? That's one of the lyrics yeah. that Jack Skellington <laughs> says. <laughs> In this, uh, I tune song. out just slightly. And Sally's this. like, she's spying. She's and she's like, just oh, like, yeah, me too. I get it. I get it. You're emo. I'm emo. We should get together and be sad. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's, you know, great. And I kind of like you, but you don't know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah. The next but I got to go back to my tower <laughs> and get abused. And yeah, it's very, I am not comfortable with her, her uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dynamic with this scientist guy in this movie. At yeah, all. it's disturbing. But uh, the next, I have, uh, maybe I'm jumping ahead, but I have here, I, I want to get Jack's doorbell. Is he home at this point or did he wander into the woods at this He's point in the like movie? Walking, Overnight? And he ends up to the doors. But yeah, the next somehow. day? So uh, all night he yeah, was walking I'm around? I'm guessing the whole country is like connected. If you walk long enough, you will You'll eventually... find this random forest that yeah. leads you into all these other towns. But then you'll 
to get it, I mean, he just starts falling into Christmas Town. Yeah. So it's like yeah. that tree leads into a just giant black pit that yeah. has yeah. a whole world in it. But so, yeah, I was I found that interesting, too, funny too. Like he is just walking all night, and yeah. it's just suddenly daylight, and it's just yeah. like so. If you just wander slightly outside of your home, you're gonna find some doors. You'll find mm-hmm. some doors. Anybody mm-hmm. could have stumbled upon this at mm-hmm. any time. Uh, so I was gonna say I want Jack's Jack's doorbell is very interesting when the mayor's there. So I have a couple questions. Uh, one is about the doors. Which one would you guys want to live in? There's Thanksgiving Town. There's Christmas Town. There's Valentine's Day Town. St. Patrick's there Town. There was St. Yeah. Patrick's Which Town. It's like you just know that's a drunk thing. You should make, I don't make that go, movie. I don't want to go anywhere near that town. And I then swear. there's Halloween Town. So there's five choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would live in Thanksgiving Town. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. there's nothing like Thanksgiving Town is like there's parades nonstop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get to eat mm-hmm. a you lot. You get to eat yeah. as much as you want. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you have to deal with a little football or would, something like that. Yeah. Do you have to hang out with family? Probably. Yeah. Would you guys... It have... depends on if you're thankful or not for your family. <laughs> I mean, oh, is that it? How much, uh, how much leeway do these towns give? They're very small towns, yeah. mind you, so, like, you're going to run yeah. into your family yeah, no matter what. That's true. Huh? It, just, it makes me wonder, though, if they ever wanted to make a sequel, would they have Jack kind of blend cultures with uh, Halloween and Thanksgiving in the next movie? What do you do it with Val- A lot of ideas start I to I think, open I up. mean, if you if you get into a sequel, then you're just going to see a little bit of every one of those doors. Yeah. Like the, you know, they're, they're not going to just... I think I might like that. I think I kind of wanted to see those worlds. I don't know. The Easter, the Easter one might be kind of cool, Oh, yeah, too. there's an Easter one, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about the Easster. They yeah. do kidnap Because the they kidnapped the bunny. <laughs> Do they do? Yeah. In this movie? Later. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I remember saying trick or treaters for the bunny too. Yeah, cuz they yeah. do they get the wrong they get the wrong guy. Oh, I think I would choose Christmas Town uh, personally just Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Be more merry and you still get some food from like Thanksgiving but uh, yeah. it's more I don't know, jolly and happy. Okay. My other question was would you guys want if you had the option the flippy head that the mayor has whenever you're sad <laughs> so people can visibly see that you're sad? Would you want that to be written all over I your would face? Not. No, and I gotta tell you, man, I was just saying, like the it, it's at that scene where the mayor shows up at Jack's house, mm-hmm. and he's like, he talks about how he's only an elected official, yeah. and again, I'm like, why bother when you have the pumpkin king there making all the he's, decisions for the town anyway? Yeah. He literally says, I can't make any decisions on my own. Yeah, what what is his purpose? But he do, he does a really shitty job of maintaining order in the town mm-hmm. or maintaining peace like he just flat out widespreads panic throughout mm-hmm. oh, the yeah. town like, he's like Jack's dead everybody yeah, he, he announces it to the entire Halloween yeah. town he does not handle adversity well as an elected official so anyway yeah Jack's at that point of the uh, he just he, again he, he wanders 20 feet away from his place <laughs> and he lands into the Christmas town he stumbles into Christmas town because that just happens to be the door that he chooses mm-hmm. it's the most appealing to him I guess and then uh, we're treated to what's this? I just imagine if he fell into St. Patrick's Town <laughs> and it's just Dropkick Murphy's blasting. I'm a sailor bag and I lost my leg. And it's just beer everywhere. <laughs> what's this? What's this? He gets insane. the bottle broken. Let's fight. <laughs> okay, so he falls in Christmas Town. And then he's like, what's this? What's this? And Which is singing, a great song. It's a great song, but then th- upon this viewing, I realize he's familiar with everything 
yeah. that he mentions. He's like, they're hanging mistletoe. It's like, what else is mistletoe used for? Wait, what is this? It's mistletoe. It's mistletoe, but why are they hanging it up there? Like, well, fuck, what have you ever known mistletoe to be used for? Yeah, what do you guys use it for in Halloween Town? Yeah, like you have mistletoe and you understand that there's like snow. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then shit like that. During the number, I like he wanders into two boys' bedroom, yeah. like some oh, kids' yeah, bedroom. Yeah. He starts singing, "What's this?" Yeah, just, they're he just gets asleep. He gets he flat out nuzzles up <laughs> against yes, the boy. It's it's a little it's uncomfortable. A little weird. It's a little weird. just slightly. Yeah, but he's into it. Jack's like, but into there's it. that '90s yeah. innocence to it, where like yeah. you know. It was before people like wait a minute. You know, they you put make... on their goggles. Yeah, <laughs> their predator goggles. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, and then like this is again where the mayor is doing a shitty job of like keeping peace. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh no, like Jack is gone. Like, what are we gonna do? Like, yeah. again, you're the mayor. Like, is this part of the keep part, your shit together? Is this the part of the movie where you start to tune out because you were saying oh, before absolutely. this that this feels longer than its runtime? One hundred percent for me. After yeah. what's this? I'm like, all right. Like, <laughs> what, a lot let, of it now, is party me, planning. It's just party planning. Let me check my messages <laughs> for the next half got. hour. So, and, uh, uh, and then, yeah, then we go back to like Sally. Yeah. She got the frog. And breath. she's flat out trying to kill this guy yeah. left and right. Yeah. Like, is this... it a death or is it more of a narcolept, like a sleep it's, pill? Look, I mean, it's got the Disney veil, you know, so it's just like, it's, it's deadly nightshade. So, you know, yeah. I pass out, you know, you poison me, but I pass out, yeah. but like flat, she's trying to kill this guy yeah. in any other world. She's trying to murder All right. this uh-huh. scientist who gave her life but frog's breath will overpower any odor so apparently yeah so you know if the <laughs> corpse starts rotting in the tower what why would the scientist allow her to continue making him soup if she yeah. has been slipping him and he knowing he pretty right. pretty damn twice sure already. that she's been doing she's it and she he no he says twice and she's like three times like <laughs> she's That's like right. no i've done it more dude motherfucker <laughs> Yeah. I've tried to kill you so many times Even worse. Now. Even worse. You keep slipping this into my Zoom. Well, I'll drink it anyway. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara, though, in a, in a performance that, like, if you didn't know it was her as Sally, La- as Sally you'd be... As Sally. Salary. As Sally. <laughs> you, uh, you wouldn't know, I don't think. And last night when we watched it, I was like... I forgot it was her until there was only the end when she screams and it's like, yeah, that's Catherine O'Hara. Oh, yeah, there's that Catherine O'Hara But it's very non-O'Hara-y for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so she's been trying to kill her dad, captor, or whoever this guy is. That he's I don't know what he's using her and those leaves for. But... Yeah. <laughs> and then Jack returns. Yeah, and he has a town meeting. Yeah. And it's only in animation do they have these huge town meetings where everyone shows up and everyone yeah. has an opinion? Except Parks and Rec. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. like got an opinion there. But yeah, it's like always in these cartoon or animated towns where they have these meetings. So he, what, this is where the movie gets a little redundant, yes, because he recites a song like describing what Christmas is. And I thought it'd be funny if he was just like, so I was there and I was like, what's this? What's this? And he just sings, what's this again? And they're just like, okay, we get it. We're caught up to speed. We got it. <laughs> but and he does a new and they're song. Just, they're not getting it, though. He's no. trying no. to describe it, and they're, like, putting their halloween twist on yeah. everything. Yeah. Because that's all they know. That's all they're supposed to do right. is their number every year. They're like, 
what where tell me when we get to the spooky stuff he's like okay well there's santa and he's pretty spooky and we can all agree santa is pretty spooky Mm -hmm. so that's where the common ground they find so yeah because jack apparently uh mishears the name santa claus and assumes it's sandy claus (laughs) which is cute it's funny. Yeah, even Jack assumes that this otherwise completely merry town has this scary monster who comes <laughs> around to everyone. I thought he was just lying. Like I thought he knew that it was 100% jolly, and he's lying because he wants to get his uh, people on board. No, because later on... So yeah, it's about he, a man who under, misunderstands yeah, he a totally culture. Misunderstands. See that like that changes the whole opinion of the movie for me because it like I guess we'll get there when we get to the end. We'll he's sum never, it up. But... He's never met Santa and he's only heard of them. And when he does meet him, he's like, "Oh, you don't have claws." Oh, like he's very. He's surprised. assuming he's mm-hmm. a beast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, huh? Then this movie is really like okay. We'll get into it thematically. It's about how you sh- the dangers of blending culture. You should not take Americanize your version of a <laughs> perhaps a Muslim faith or or uh, you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Maybe you just shouldn't blend cultures. Is the message and of you this know what? movie? Here's the thing: Jack doesn't even fully understand Christmas himself mm-hmm. because he gives them this whole big thing, and he's like, "This is what Christmas is," and like, "Oh, by the way, Sandy Claus." And everyone's like, "Okay, we can get behind this. Whatever you want. You're the king anyway. Yeah. We're gonna do whatever you want." Mm-hmm. And then he has to go back home and try to experiment and do like all these equations and stuff. Still trying to find out. Trying to figure out yeah. like because here's the thing about he he goes to the science Sally's weird father uh, slave owner guy Mm -hmm. and borrows a bunch of beakers and Mm -hmm. uh, microscope Mm -hmm. and shit Mm -hmm. and then he takes it back home and he's like all right we're gonna we're gonna get down to it Mm -hmm. because halloween is all about the science so they're gonna get down we're gonna get the whole cold hard truth about what this christmas is i'm gonna throw a candy cane in boiling water it's gonna turn into a noodle it's gonna be great he's like i'm gonna figure this shit out yeah and he does this until the the morning Mm -hmm. and he's just not figuring it out and it was around this point where me and katie both agreed Jack is going through a midlife crisis in this movie. Absolutely. Definitely. 100%. Right after uh, the opening number, This is Halloween, he goes, that was great, guys. And he's like, ugh, life. We're like, yeah. He's like pushing 40. He's had enough. And now he's going to do what a lot of maybe middle-aged guys do is they immerse themselves in a different culture. Yes. And and then they fuck it up. They dilute it with their their middle-aged white guy shit. Yeah. And you know what? And at the end, the whole thing comes full circle, and we'll get to that, too. And it's at this point point of the movie where I'm like, man, how long has this been going on? And it's only 27 minutes into this 76 minute movie. And I'm like, clearly we've been here for an hour. (laughs) 27 minutes. Yeah, I just love that candy cane in the water. Turns into like fettuccine strand. It's like, is that really what happened? I gotta try that. So the whole town realizes like Jack's going through a crisis. What, something's up with Jack. I don't know what it is, but he's got a wild hair up his ass. And we hear that because they sing, something's wrong with Jack. Something's up with Jack. Sometimes musicals and this is just my beef as a list i'm not really a big musical guy but when they get that expositional with their songs <laughs> where the townspeople yeah. have to describe to you that like something... something's up with him like i think i can figure it out that <laughs> something's up with him we don't need a song about yeah him. that's but just yeah. me though something's up with jack and then he's singing like something's wrong with me i don't get it mm-hmm. i don't i can't figure christmas out mm-hmm. And then, like, Sally shows up there. Yeah, and she sends him essentially a wine and cheese basket. Yep. She yeah. ropes him up like a nice cheese and wine basket. Like a Halloween-y version, though. And at this point, Jack's like, you know what? I, I haven't figured this out, so screw it. I'm just going to figure out a way to do it better. Yeah. And that's his solution. He's like, I don't, know, I don't understand this, so I'll do it better. 
And uh, I think there's something to be said about it, the American way, let's say. Yeah. You know what he should have done was probably done this to Thanksgiving, which would have been more apropos in the grand scheme of things, which is a holiday where white people diluted it, basically. <laughs> yeah, but, that's uh, much more in line with the... Uh, but also goals. Christmas seems a pretty... Just the corporatization, I guess, and yeah. the commercial... Anyway. So he sends these, the three trick or the town's three trick-or-treaters... Mm-hmm. On a mission. Yeah. And it's unclear what the mission is. These kids rub me the wrong way. Yeah. I don't like these kids. Oh, well, they're flat out. They're, got their, <laughs> they're hoodlums. They're, uh-huh. they're crossing their fingers. They're just yeah. flat out lying to Jack, the yeah. pumpkin king. No good. They're brats. They, they need are. to be locked away. They're little punks. Yeah. The little witch and the little pumpkin. I don't like them. What is it? Uh, lock, shock, and barrel? Yeah. Is that their names? Uh-huh. And you can have all three of them. <laughs> I don't need them. Um... It's yeah. pretty shady. He sends him to kidnap he's like, Santa. And, he's just, and he says, like, don't get Oogie Boogie involved. And they're like, okay, we won't, except we're totally going to do that. Yeah, yeah. they cross and their fingers. They cross their fingers. He's giving everybody else in the town jobs. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wants Sally. He's just like, look, you clearly have to sew a lot, so make me this costume. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks, patriarchal society. You make costumes. Yeah. You're a woman. And um, she's just like, hey, I got a bad feeling about this midlife crisis you're going yeah. through. Like, yeah. She tries to tell him, you're the pumpkin king. Chill out, okay? Everybody no. goes She really this. is the only one who makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. And Santa calls that at the end. He's like, you got, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Sally's the only one who makes sense. He's the voice of reason. Yeah. So the kids sing. It's not a mystery that they're going to get Oogie Boogie involved because they say it in their song in the next right. scene and they yeah. get in a walking bathtub, which scares the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, that whole sequence is weird. Like, why aren't you just walking there? Like, Oh, it's scary, man. You get into this slow-moving tub because like it. you guys need to take a nap or something like that. Yeah. And the town starts preparing for Christmas. Again, not quite understanding everything. They still think it's got the spooky edge to it. And I maybe I'm just I was thinking of in Burton mode. I was thinking about his career as a whole as I was watching this. Yeah. And in the next this is 93. Yeah. 94 was Ed Wood. Yeah. There's something to be said about two movies about a visionary who's a little eccentric who takes one bold concept that's in their head and tries to execute it and does it in a not so great way with a, a ragtag team of misfits and there you have your Ed Wood and your Nightmare Before Christmas. That's true. That's uh, that's what Tim Burton himself was. Maybe going that's for. what he was trying to say and he didn't. Maybe he didn't even know it and we're just figuring it out now. And then we see we see this parallel between Christmas Town and Halloween Town and how they're both preparing. And we see a very Tim Burton thing, which is another cookie machine. Yeah. Like this this big giant You can't uh, escape the breakfast and cookie makers. This what of, uh, they took an iron the lung and they slapped a conveyor belt on it and figured out how to make cookies. And when you look at all of Tim Burton's movies, mm-hmm. all of them. There's usually some kind of a contraption mm-hmm. that often has to make food. Like Tim Burton himself has a real problem with cooking. He does not want to do it himself. He yeah. will figure out this elaborate Rube Goldberg he, machine. He would be the guy on the shows now who like try to incorporate as much nitrogen, nitrous into yeah. their cooking uh-huh. as possible because they're they're the gastronomic uh, chefs oh, yeah. who are really into the science aspect. Yeah, that's totally Burton. You know, he probably has a machine at his house that cooks him like, no, no, you don't want to do that one. That one's the, uh, that's the barbecue. He's like, he's got a specific barbecue <laughs> one. He's got, well, no, no, that one's for baking. Don't, please. I have a whole system. Um, so, okay. I love, there's this one part that's coming up and it's, uh, 
She's telling him, yeah, Sally's like, you're the pumpkin king. Check it out. Here's a picture of you. And here's a picture of you now as Santa. And he takes it. He goes, not anymore. And he breaks it over his knee. He's like, I'm done with that shit. <laughs> he under, totally undermines her. I'm a it? new man. What a dick. So, yeah, like, I guess we kind of get it that Jack's plan was to kidnap Santa Claus mm-hmm. to give him a day off. That's essentially what the big plan was. So his intentions are good. He's just like, you take a break. Mm-hmm. I send my guy, you know, rather than sending a telegram because he doesn't know how to do that. He's just like, let me send the three creepy kids to kidnap, to kidnap him because yeah. that's what we do in this town. <laughs> Everything's normal. Perfectly normal. And uh, meanwhile, the Dr. Finkelstein is working on a new sex slave out of spite of Sally. And uh, he's going to take, he t- literally takes a portion of his brain and puts it into the head <laughs> yeah. of the shell of this new uh, look-alike bot. And it's also very creepy. So that's yeah. what's going on with him. He's kind of over Sally. That's his arc in yeah. this movie. I'm done with the bitch. The doctor's kind of <laughs> done. She's kind of done. It's an she amicable split. She didn't want to be a slave anymore? Yeah. Fucker. Yeah. I'm done. So we're getting close to ex- the execution of Christmas. Oh, Santa gets kidnapped by the kids, stuffed in a sack. And, and he's just like, the... he, yeah, so again, he says, you know, he's like, you, you take a break this year. Mm-hmm. And then the kids are just like, all right, cool. Like, well, let's go feed him to the monster, apparently, because they go take <laughs> Santa Claus to the Oogie Boogie shoot, whatever that thing is. And is he the resident monster? Is that what we're, he's a gambling man. I always thought he had like a, a creepy casino that you go and it's rigged and everybody knows it to stay away from that place except for tourists. There's just a in lot Halloween of black town. light wherever he is, though. It's oh, yeah. In, in his little lair. Yeah. A lot of that. But it's also like, yeah, he's supposed to be like this this creature to fear, but mm-hmm. he's the least scary looking thing <laughs> of the entire population of Halloween I think Town. He's pretty scary. Big, All he is is just this big, big burlap sack. He looks like the, the Ghostbusters ghost <laughs> like, from the logo. But what's inside that sack? Pretty scary. Yeah, I, I guess, but you don't know that until the end. So until this point, I'm just like, the fucking wolf guy that was out there, like, earlier in oh, the yeah. town. Man, that's yeah. more, I'd be more frightened of him than or the Or how about movie. that kid, with the bald kid with the axe in his head, who's just staring. Who's just like, walking like, around like real. like Pugsley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's terrifying. That also makes me want to see the Tim Burton, like, it'll never happen now. The Adams family? The Adams family one. Someone else is doing it now, right? But I don't know if it's. A clay, an, an, a stop motion thing or if it's yeah. uh, I don't know but I think it's stop motion at one point there was that whole there was a Tim Burton Adams Family movie that he was going to make and mm-hmm. we don't know what the status of that is now it's on somebody else I don't know if that <laughs> can pick we can up. wait yeah. was that last part okay do you want to redo that no, last no, no, part no, that's fine okay um I'm going to move on then, okay? Yeah. So Christmas is starting, but Sally, she's like, uh, Jack, you can't follow through with this. You're the pumpkin king. So I'm going to make, I'm gonna put some fog juice up in this uh, this piece here. She's, this she's flat out trying to sabotage the yeah. whole evening. Because yeah. mm-hmm. she's like, this shouldn't happen. For some reason, she gets this weird premonition. Premonition. <laughs> in she's the... like a witch as well? I don't. Yeah. Are we talking about the fire part? Or is that something else? It's this weird, like, this weird plant thing that, yeah. like, turns into a Christmas, and then it just it starts burning. away. Yeah. yeah. I was it, wondering about that And I was part. just like, I was like, what the hell is that? And then I guess later she tries to explain that she had a vision, mm. a terrible That's vision. That's what that was. That, that was supposed to be a vision that <laughs> Christmas is, this is all going to burn. You can have that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so she throws in the fog juice, and then that's when Zero, the dog with the 
jack-o'-lantern nose comes in yeah. handy. And that's a nice little Rudolph parallel. Right. That, that makes me wonder, though. It makes me kind of crave a little more of that in this movie, in the context. What if they had, like, a Frosty kind of parody in the context of this movie, whereas he, where he like, melts slowly and it's grim, like the like this sketch we used to do <laughs> yeah, with our theater troupe. melting uh, Frosty. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is what if Nightmare took... Uh, established Christmas lore like they did with Rudolph in that one scene and they just kind of yeah. peppered that in. I think I might have liked that. A little bit more of that. a direct parallel. Or Halloween it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Satirize it a little bit more. But, you know, that's maybe too nitpicky. Anyway, I like the touch with the Rudolph. It's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And then we get this Sally song and that's again where I'm just like, how much longer is this movie? And again, that's this... the cheer up Charlie of this movie. Oh god. <laughs> and there's still twenty minutes left of the seventy-six minute movie. It's almost a there a full quarter of the movie what? left. But I always count credits, so I was like, okay, we could shave off a few minutes for credits here. So really it's like uh more like seventeen. It's oh. not too bad. <laughs> so yeah, I can agree that the the movie starts to feel a little like I got cement shoes on yeah. at this point. It's dragging. And we get to the uh, the sequence where everyone is experiencing Jack's Christmas that he delivered to all of them. Which is where uh, apparently he handed out a lot of Tim Burton props and stuff because <laughs> like there's this one kid gets the shrunken head that's in Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. The freaking sandworm is swallowing yeah. the Christmas tree. Yeah. So Jack just went to the Burton store and he bought a bunch the of two kids, toys. The yeah. two kids get one kid gets like a little duck which looks like the penguin's yeah, duck. Yeah, and then the cat thing looks like the Max Shrek cat. Yeah, it does. So it's like there's all this Tim Burton stuff that oh, he man. just picked up and delivered to the kids. This movie's a big commercial for Burton's universe, basically. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I do think that that whole sequence is really funny where, like, yeah. you know, he is just trying to do nice and, like, yeah. the wreath is coming to life and it's like, that wreath is pissed off. I love, uh, I did get a legit laugh during the airstrike scene. They're shooting and he's like, they're celebrating me. They're thankful. <laughs> it's like, that's like something Mr. Burns would do on this. Like, he just doesn't understand the depth of his uh, absolutely, evil. Absolutely clueless. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And then um, he when he messes Christmas up, because that's pretty soon after, like uh, like a couple minutes after. Well, yeah, we go attempt. back and Oogie is still torturing Santa. Yeah. And like, yeah, they like bomb Jack and he's still happy about it. Like, oh yeah, they're... Like, so what a... makes him, what's the thing that's the straw that breaks the camel's back for him? Essentially, he gets hit with one of those things. He's like, oh, they're yeah. shooting at me. Yeah. Oh, oh no. wait a minute. And then he gets he gets hit yeah. and like lands and then he's like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And like, then he sings the most emo song yep. in the movie. Where oh, he's like, God, I yeah. screwed it up. Yeah. I screwed it up. I tried my best and I still screwed it up. <laughs> Oh, I should lock myself away for an eternity. And it's like, oh, man. Meanwhile, the mayor back in Halloween Town is like, Jack, this is where I said, like, Jack's yeah, gone. He's oh. dead. Everyone panic. And it's the lost point, but not for long because the movie's just about over. No, it's pretty much over. Jack just somehow, like, he's like, oh, we need to get Santa or something like that. Yeah. And he just instinctively knows that he's already at... Yeah, that layer, that change makes, to resolution is a little too contrived. It, it, it makes no sense that he just knows to go there immediately. Yeah. But he goes there and he essentially like murders Oogie Boogie. It becomes a big yeah. thir- your standard third act action scene. He goes to save. Is Sally kidnapped or she's just there? She, she's kidnapped as well. Yeah, of course, because why not? Because she had gone there before to try and save yeah, Santa. Exactly. And like, right. Oogie was like all seduced by the leg. 
Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then, you know, (laughs) he got, you know, it didn't fool him for long. Yeah, okay. So Jack shows up and he has to run through this, like, gambit of uh, um, uh, this roulette wheel that has, like, fire and blades. And he hops over with his super long skinny legs. (laughs) And uh, eventually he unravels Oogie Boogie. And we see finally what's under that burlap sack. It's a bunch of scary bugs. But they all get burnt in the center of the roulette wheel with the lava. So yeah, so like I don't understand. Out. Like the sheet is the only thing that apparently holds them all together. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. it's the sheet that keeps order, Jerry. They like, oh, as long as that sheet's there, we better as stay long as he's got his clan unit. hood on, he'll yeah. he'll be fine. His yeah. clan hood. And then uh, Santa's like, I'll fix this shit. You fucked up. So he yeah. goes and he fixes I'm Christmas. Gl- I'm really glad of Santa's reaction at the end because he's <laughs> like, you're an asshole, Jack. You fucked up everything. I don't go to your fucking Halloween town and say, ruin everything. Like, yeah, I know about the doors. We're smart enough about the doors. How often do you go into the woods? Shelly's the only one who made sense. Just stupid asshole. And then he leaves and he wishes them a Merry Christmas because he's Santa and he's a nice guy. And Jack says, all right, I'll mind my own fucking business. And that's the end of the movie, basically. Well, no, I mean, he goes and he's, again, they're up on that weird Dr. Seuss mountain. Yeah, him and Sally. And apparently yeah. he and Sally are in love now. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, getting back to the whole midlife crisis thing, he just needed to get laid. That's, exactly. all, it, that's exactly. all it is. He just needed to get laid. So the message is, if you are hit a midlife crisis, go and get laid. And also never blend cultures, because it's going to be diluted, and it's going to be misguided, and it's going to be a little racist. So yeah. watch out, guys. <laughs> And that's it. That 76-minute mo- movie yeah. just, for me, drags and Oh, and drags. also buy Tim Burton's uh, props from his films uh, and, his, yeah. and his movies. Buy the early Burton-verse <laughs> merchandise. But, yeah, it's it just... I remember as a kid, it just dragged for me. I think uh, a little less so, but yeah, we got the cheer-up Charlie bit with Sally and the little uh, lamenting with Jack. But uh, I think it moves along at a... I mean, Pretty brisk pace. I do love like the animation. I do like every time I can see a natural shadow and know that it's still animated. It's really cool. Like mm-hmm. I appreciate that. But beyond that, I'm like, oh my god! So give me the first twenty minutes, and I'm then I'm out. <laughs> do we file this? I file it under the feels as long as its running time no, category. You this, say it feels longer. What movie, do you say, Katie? I would say it's a little longer. Okay. It yeah. feels. It feels. Uh, yeah, like a two-hour movie. And again, it goes to like what we were saying with like musical numbers. It just like yeah. if there were no musical numbers, this movie would be forty-five minutes. It would long. be the yeah. how the Grinch stole Christmas, basically, yeah. which had songs though, so that doesn't count. But um, you're you, Katie. You're a big musical fan. How does this stand as a musical? Oh, I think it's a pretty strong musical. Actually, there's not a lot of talking, which. Uh... Uh, surprised me during this uh, yeah. viewing. I've Agre- never noticed that Agreed, before. yeah. Like they, like, they do This Is Halloween, and then Jack pretty much right away goes right, right into, into that it, next yeah. song. And it's like, it does hit the a lot of the standard uh, musical beats, that, like, you mm-hmm. know, certain songs mm-hmm. that are pretty much standard in all musicals, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for, for me, that just drags it on and on. <laughs> That's fair. I would, uh, yeah, I would recommend this. Now, Here's the question mm-hmm. for you guys. Mm-hmm. Christmas movie or Halloween movie? Uh, um, I'm going to say Christmas because at the end of the movie, we find the true meaning of Christmas. And that's this, this whatever whatever it is. It's not this <laughs> diluted Halloween-y thing. Yeah. 
I think, essentially. Because that's what Jack learns, you know, in his shoes. I think he learns what the true meaning of, of Christmas yeah. is. So, therefore, I think that message is more powerful than, than anything else. It's a Christmas movie to me. Yeah. I think I agree. I'm yeah. More Christmas than Halloween. The creators will try to tell you, like... No, it's absolutely a Halloween movie. Like, I believe the director has, like, gone and in really? interviews has said, you know, no, it's supposed to be a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you got your your main character is, like, seeking Christmas, mm-hmm. and then you got the only logical character, Santa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like Christmas just generally makes more sense. If the movie was about Christmas Town saying, hey, we're going to take your culture and we're going to appropriated into ours then i would say they they learn the true meaning of halloween by right. by error of their ways and it's the opposite in this so i gotta chalk it up to christmas yeah it's a christmas movie yeah, yeah. so forget whatever not tim burton says <laughs> henry what's his henry name? selick <laughs> oh, okay director of monkey bone <laughs> oh. <laughs> too bad we can't watch that i think that's over an hour and a half i I don't know. Again, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would not care. I don't care. Mo- Monkey Bone is not going on the list of movies that need to be watched. I, I think Mike would have loved to do Monkey Bone. Well, then you guys could do your own <laughs> private conversation. We're going to do a Monkey Bone podcast uh, side project. You know. Yeah. All right, that's it for this week. I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. And I'm Katie Binkley.